0: Welcome to Crossroads Connection. This is a show all about having conversations surrounding life, ministry, and culture. I want to say a quick thank you to our friends at the Truth Network for airing this program.
1: Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you are interested in learning more about Crossroads Fellowship, visit us online at
0: crossroads.org.
2: Thanks so much, Jamie and Tyler, and thanks again for everybody listening today. Listen, we got a great program as we are interviewing two people who are leading the Celebrate Recovery from Crossroads Fellowship. Celebrate Recovery is a fantastic program that deals with hurts, habits, and hang-ups. So before we have the interview, let's take a quick word from our sponsor, then we'll jump right into the interview with Gary and Elaine from Celebrate Recovery.
0: Perhaps you've asked yourself this question, are you running the business or is the business running you? How might your teams grow if your teams were driving the business forward instead of you? You are sitting on a wealth of untapped opportunity. It takes courage to learn how to create a culture where your people are truly empowered to own their seats. My name is Cheryl Scanlon, business and executive coach. Working together, we'll go straight to your core challenges to sort through competing demands and realign to your highest priorities for measurable results. Visit c3advantage.net. That's c3advantage.net.
2: All right. We are back from the break with two very, very special guests we have with us today, Elaine McCraw and Gary Braswell with Celebrate Recovery, an incredible, incredible ministry that we have here at Crossroads Fellowship. And I'm sure there's other ones probably around the city somewhere. And it's a national program that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But first, welcome to both of you. We're so glad you're here. Welcome, Elaine.
3: Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Gary, for coming in.
3: Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Glad to be here.
2: So let's kick this off by just a little bit of your own journey of why Celebrate Recovery is so important to you and kind of why you're part of it.
3: Um, I came into recovery due to my younger sister killing somebody um, drinking and driving, Mm. as well as having an intervention with my dad due to his alcoholism. So, of course, I had relationship issues with my ex-husband and boyfriend when they were drinking and drugging. It did affect me. I basically had an emotional breakdown, and I needed help. Uh, My sister, though, and my mom and my nephew, we all got saved um, in Al-Anon and AA. But when I moved to North Carolina from Florida, my husband and I were trying to start a family. I could not get pregnant, and there was nothing wrong with either one of us. But it was so much emotion, I I wanted a divorce. Mm. And um, so I met Denny, the ministry leader at the time at Crossroads, and she invited me to join the step study and it was amazing to do a year-long Bible study and see how my walk with Christ grew and more healing came. The miracle is I'm still married 22 years later. Hey. Um, <laughs> I currently struggle sometimes in my marriage, but I'm committed to my marriage. Wait, my you husband. have struggles with marriage?
2: <laughs> no, <Yes. that's> impossible. <laughs> um,
3: but I believe God can and will redeem my relationships and bring forgiveness. Yeah. Um, I want my heart to be right with God and others, and that is what the 12 Steps and CR have provided for me. Uh, I've had many, many healed relationships. But the most wonderful one is God used me to bring my dad, the alcoholic, to Christ. Oh, wow. It was a sweet healing moment for both of us, and I'm happy he is with Jesus now. <laughs>
2: uh, that is so awesome. Well, So we're going to talk more about sober Recovery and... and I'm sure you'll weave in and out your own passions in that in a little bit, but let's introduce Gary as well. So Gary, uh, kind of the same question of, you know, you're a big part of Celebrate Recovery here that's being run out of crossroads. And so, but, uh, but what, what is it about Celebrate Recovery that's got your heart and, and why you're so passionate about it?
1: Yes. Thank you, Andy. I came into Celebrate Recovery 18 years ago uh, because of a partying lifestyle that I had led for many years. Uh, I was raised in a Christian family, raised, going to church all my life, mm. um, not in a dysfunctional family really at all, and started at a young age just um, just just trying out different uh, just from drinking and experimenting with uh, marijuana uh, when I went to college and 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 that that experimenting turned into. A lifestyle of, of partying uh, way too much. Something that I learned, Andy, that's very interesting over the years that I've been in recovery is, for many of us, if we are trying to fill that void in our heart that only Jesus Christ can fill, mm-hmm. that that we we try to fill it with with food, with with. Um, for me, it was traveling on vacations. It might be a nice car. Or, or a house. It was just trying to fill that void with all the things that the world offers us. Yep. That was never ever satisfying. Um, the the partying lifestyle that I started off with uh, in college. Um, after I got out of college and got a job, I had more money to be able to afford to to experiment with other drugs, and my drug of choice turned into being cocaine. Mm. And uh, I was able to, so to speak, control that for a number of years. But something that I learned in recovery and learned from my sponsor is that when I hit a bump in the road or experienced a struggle, like maybe a, a job or a relationship struggle, that I would always go back to my drug of choice mm-hmm. to, to try to make me to, – to mask over what I was dealing with. And, uh Ultimately, that caught up with me many years later, and I hit my bottom. I uh, fa- I um, rededicated my life to Jesus Christ in in the year 2000, 20 years ago, almost 21 years wow. ago. Yep. And started going to church, but I was still living that, that lifestyle. And that was not the way that, that, that uh, I know God wanted me to live or that I was being uh, comfortable at. And so 18 years ago, I started in Celebrate Recovery to, to learn to deal with um, making bad decisions and to turn those over to Jesus Christ. Yeah.
2: So powerful. So, both of you, one of the things before we jump into what Celebrate Recovery is, like the ins and outs of it and, and the theme and the vision and mission of it. So, what I heard both of you and both your stories that you had a moment where, you know, Jesus either rededicating your life or coming to know him. But you still went you're still in recovery. So I think for people that have never had maybe that kind of addiction, some question might be like, well, Jesus saved you and you don't do it anymore. So why 18 years later are you still leading in celebrate recovery and being part of it? So what is it about addiction that that is kind of always causing you to need need something like celebrate recovery? So it's not a one and done fix, right? I attended celebrate recovery one night, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Okay, I'm good. Or is it this long, lifelong process?
1: That's a great question. I'll jump in there. Um, Elaine and I have both been in celebrate recovery for quite a number of years, and I think we would both agree that for whatever reason a person comes to, to recovery and, and we get over that, then God shows us that we have other character defects uh, there you go. that we might want to work on or that right. we should work
2: on. Which could contribute back to... You know, absolutely having the issue again, right? Mm. Uh,
1: I don't think you would find many people in recovery that say that there's just one single thing that's caused right. them to stumble.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, now let's talk about Celebrate Recovery, uh, how this all works. So, first off, what is the actual vision and mission of Celebrate Recovery?
1: Uh, our mission statement is to restore broken lives through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ to help people grow to be more like him, and to equip them to restore other broken lives through a personal relationship with Christ. And our vision is to provide men and women with a safe place to share their hurts, habits, and hang-ups with others in an atmosphere of worship, community, and scripture, where becoming a member of the body of Christ is encouraged as we learn God's example of love and service as it was demonstrated by Jesus. And then our prayer is that through this ministry, you will be able to exchange the struggles in your life for the abundant life that Christ came to make available to us yeah. all.
2: A powerful statement. So let's talk a little bit about hurts, habits, and hangups, right? That's a pretty broad spectrum. So who who is Celebrate Recovery for? So how do you define that? Because I have, I probably got hurts, hangups, and habits, but. I don't, I don't know, if, maybe I do need to go to Celebrate Recovery, right? I don't know. Uh, and I think some people might have the notion that a Celebrate Recovery is for alcoholics or people who are addicted to cocaine, right? But it's more than that. So let's talk a little bit about, about that. So who who is this for?
3: Well, that's a great question, because I do believe when people hear recovery, they focus on yeah, addiction. That's right? Right. that's right. And then most families feel like if the addict gets better, then everything will be fine. You know, uh-huh. Everything will be good again. Um, But one of the things that we've added to our um, mission statement is that we help the whole family heal Mm. from the pain of addiction, abuse, depression, codependency, food issues, all things that break up families and then also keep us distanced from God. So I know Mm. for myself, being an adult child of an alcoholic, um, I had a pattern of life of the way I handled decisions, Mm -hmm. how I um, picked my relationships, and so... It was very important for me to understand myself, right. why I was doing the things I was doing. I had no idea it was based on growing up in an alcoholic home. Right. So, And there's a lot. We get a lot of different people. I would say, from the women's port of the ministry, we more have people that are coming for anxiety, depression, hmm. um, wow. sons and daughters that have alcohol and drug problems, um, We even have had funerals here because Mm -hmm. we've had people that have died from the opiate um, Mm -hmm. addiction when they've gotten help and then went back out. My nephew died in uh, 2017 Mm -hmm. from an opiate addiction. So I still have family members that are still very active (laughs) in addiction. So it's important, I feel, to learn boundaries. That was very important. And to know how to separate... when recovery language, like you separate the disease from the person, right? Okay. So you, you you love them for where they are, mm-hmm. not for what they're doing or what how they're acting. Okay. So it's the same way as saying that they're emotionally or spiritually lost, right? So how do you work on that when somebody is constantly hurting you or, you know? So learning how to do that, um, I needed he- I needed someone else to walk beside me. One of the things you asked was, why do we keep coming back, right? right? Well. When you get to a certain point, like Gary says, I feel like now it's like discipleship. It's like mentoring. Mm. So I sponsor people, but I also believe that if people didn't show up on Friday night, we wouldn't have CR. Right. Right. And so that's very important to, I believe, service and just serving the Lord, too. Um, The fellowship like that is what keeps... I feel relationships healthy, right, when they come from so many broken relationships. And I think the other thing, too, was the church, like Crossroads, how much they love people where they are and where they're struggling. And we're walking beside them to where they want to have a better relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. and they don't have that condemnation Mm -hmm. anymore in Christ. And so that freedom, they want to share that with the next girl that comes in because, oh, my gosh, you know yep. her, her life is unmanageable, whatever yeah. that may be yep. Um, and so it's a beautiful thing to see lives change and mm-hmm. see the power of God working um, every Friday night all the people that graduate from um, step mm. studies and um, it's very moving to me to yeah and Chuck used to always say right God is um, um, good, real yep. powerful yep. Yep. you know <laughs> and the lives at crossroads the people <laughs> right, will know right. that and God that's is right. um no, yeah. God is real. So.
2: Uh, how powerful. So let's talk about Friday night. You've kind of mentioned a few step studies and mentoring and partnering and and uh, sponsoring. So paint the picture of what a typical Friday night celebrate recovery entails.
1: On Friday night, we have a we have two 1-hour meetings
2: on the same night. On the same okay. night. Okay.
1: And, and they're separate. So the first hour, we have uh, about fifteen or twenty minutes worth of praise and worship music. Mm-hmm. We have a praise and worship band that mm-hmm. has been with us for many years, and so we who are,
2: are very very good by the way. They There's are. There's been times I've been here on a Friday walking past, and I'm like, who is that? And I look and I'm like, it's Celebrate Recovery. They're rocking. It's awesome. Well, we'll give <laughs> Love them it. a plug. They're, they're the band of brothers. Yeah. There you go. And, they're uh, great.
1: They are great, and we're so blessed to have them. Uh, that's how we kick off our meeting, just like a church meeting every week. Every week, wonderful. Um, we have a few announcements after that to begin the meeting, and then every Friday night, we either have a teaching lesson, which comes from the Twelve Steps of Recovery, or a personal testimony that someone is giving of how God has worked in their life, and that that's the consistency of the first hour. Mm. The Mm -hmm. second hour, we break up into men's and women's open share groups, Okay, and an open share group is where you have a group of people, it could be 10 to 15 people in a group, where you have the opportunity to openly share what's going on in your life today, this week,
2: Uh and so forth. So explain the difference. What, What sets Celebrate Recovery different than like AA? Or something like that. Or some other recovery program. What what is it about celebrate recovery that that um you know that's just kind of unique or special to it?
3: Well, I know for me coming from um Al Anon and AA in the beginning.
2: And Al Anon is for the family families. of mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Yep. And I was fortunate enough that I was in a group though that the ladies there, they would say that their higher power is J C. Because
2: mm-hmm, that's one of the steps in AA, right? Acknowledged well how, how's it worded? Um, it's acknowledging a higher power, something to that degree, right?
3: and our lives have become manageable. Yeah. I came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore go. us to sanity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the power greater than ourselves, people would would use it in a lot of different ways. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, that so, can
2: mean that could be relative to whatever, right? right? Money, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buddha, right? mon- I mean, no, whoever, exactly. Yeah, right? Exactly. And yeah. um,
3: so, um, and I. To be sad to say, I didn't even know who JC was, so I had to ask, right? So I'm like, who's J C? So um and so I was fortunate, but um, So
2: your group in AA were mm-hmm. were recognizing yeah. that. Or Alan was recognizing yeah. that.
3: Yeah. And name have our group, um, they have home groups was so called Spirit okay. Alive. So that was but when you go to different groups, you'll hear that. And I think yeah. what ends up happening when you grow and you're healing with God and you mm-hmm. grow in recovery. It's very hard to be at a meeting and people say that their higher power is a light bulb and a doorknob. Right? Oh, yeah, I yeah. I can't. Yeah, I see. I, or even that some don't even believe. Right. right? And um, so it, it comes to the point where then um, it's just not a good fit, I think. Yeah. You're wanting more. You're wanting right. more healing. So it's not right? taking
2: anything away of what they're doing. No. It's just that mm-hmm. Celebrate Recovery also sounds like it includes the Jesus right. spiritual component of it that's really clear that that is our higher power yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much a difference there. Yep. So on these Friday nights, uh, this is all year, right? It's pretty much.
3: Except Christmas. Except Christmas, right? Yeah. Christmas a, will be on Friday yeah. this
2: year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so over the years, I'm sure that there's been some incredible testimonies that you've seen. I, mm-hmm. I, I can imagine there's probably dozens, if not hundreds of them over the last mm-hmm. 20 years that you've seen. Are there a few that stick out? Obviously we want to be confidential, but is there a few that stick out that you could share um, just uh, when you think of what Celebrate Recovery does, you think I, of that person.
3: I want to share, um, I would have to say, for me, it's the lives of our leaders, right? We have 23 leaders in awesome. Celebrate Recovery here awesome. at Crossroads. And if you can imagine when they first mm-hmm. came in and they did their step study and then where they are now, like it gives me goose pimples because it's just, the transformation, which yep. is so awesome. We yeah, had yeah. that all last year. <laughs> I mean, it truly is a transformation. Yeah. So,
2: so may um, I ask the 23 leaders, are, are all of them a product of Celebrate Recovery as well? Yes. So they, they all themselves have hurts, habits, and hangups that they've worked through, mm-hmm. and now they're giving back to the program. Yep.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, so to me, and they're incredible. They're here every week. You know, Gary wow. and I are just two people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, um. And so they pour in people's lives just like yeah. someone did for them, right And so um, it's really beautiful to see um, we had one get married, We had a little um, <laughs> wedding here, we' have had babies yeah. yeah. Um, and so it, it's just a to me that that is what keeps me coming back. Yeah, too.
2: I can yeah. imagine every Friday seeing that knowing, and you guys have been part of it long enough to know. I remember you when you were yeah at this stage, and now here you are leading. You know, a group of men or a group of women. That's how special is that? What about you, Gary? Is there a a story or two that, I mean, outside of your own stories, which are (laughs) extremely powerful, uh, to say the least, both of your stories are incredible, but is there another story of somebody that you've seen uh, that really sticks out to you?
1: Well, there's just tons of them. The, The beauty that I see in Celebrate Recovery is that you've got a group of men or a group of women in a group, and you might think that you can't relate to that story, but you hear someone else share something, and you've never heard that said before. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm a recovering addict, and that's what I came to Celebrate Recovery for many years ago. But I hear someone else talk about um, codependency or relation or relationship problems, or that they're a workaholic,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and and I think about things that. I was similar in my life or that I need to work on still. And when we realize that we're all just struggling with something and that there's no judgment, no condemnation in Christ Jesus, as mm. Elaine said, that we learned that everybody does, as you said in the beginning, yeah. have some form of hurt, habit, or hang up, right. and that we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Um my story in itself, for me, is very personal. Um, I, it's, it's sometimes amazing to think that I don't live the life that I did for many years. Mm. Um, and, and, it, and it's absolutely with my relationship with Christ. But Celebrate Recovery and seeking God out in my life is what made the changes over the years as I grow closer yeah. to Him and know Him better.
2: Yeah, how special is that to know? That's that's such a unique setting. You don't get authenticity like that anywhere. Like you don't get that at a job, you don't you don't even get that in a family sometimes, but mm-hmm. to know that you can come to a place where somebody's not going to judge you because you've got an issue. Because you're looking at a group of people that all have issues and they're all open about it. So you know, this This radio program is being listened to all over the triangle. That's also a podcast That's we found out the other day is global. There's people from all sorts of countries that are listening to this. So I'm going to ask both of you the same question. So Elaine, if somebody's listening right now, there's a young lady listening right now that's struggling with a hurt habit or hang up, what would you tell her?
3: Well, one, I would definitely reach out to God for help, and then I would CR is national, so you can just Google it. Um, They even have an app that can go on your phone. Just put in your zip code, and it will get you the next closest um, meeting. If you go to Crossroads Fellowship um, website, my phone number's there. You can call me. Gary's phone number's there. You can call him. Um, There's help. It's the most important thing. And um, you you won't – there is not judgment. It really is about loving you where Mm. you are and – that ability that you can be honest and real and that someone accepts you, right? And so um, I know Gary's very good at that. I I know we both work on that real well to make sure that we offer like Jesus would offer, you know, the hands and feet of him. So, um, And the fact that it's not hopeless. There's hope, Mm. right? That's so important. When you're hurting and you're in pain and your life is unmanageable, like, I can be there. I didn't say what I came in for. I had anger, codependency, and compulsive behavior is what I came in for. So I actually had rage. It was probably beyond anger. So Mm. um, to have... You know, somebody helped me understand um, my hurt was very important. And so yeah. I believe hope is what I got out of it the most yeah. of all. Anybody even understand anything? <laughs> just walking in the room and I just thought, wow, these ladies are like amazing.
2: Yeah. You can kind of breathe, yeah. take a breath. That's so awesome. Gary, what about you? There's a, there's, I'm, sure, I'm sure right now there's a young Gary listening, honestly, right now that probably looks like he has it all together. He's probably got a great job and maybe nobody even knows that he's got a problem. Would you, what would you say to something like that,
1: Andy? I would say first, this is a safe place mm. where you can walk in the door for the first time, uh, scared and apprehensive. Um, many times, newcomers that come don't even want to be here with us, but we mm. love them, as Elaine said, right where they're at, mm-hmm. and let them know that um, we just we, we greet them with a smile. Uh, before the COVID, we greeted them with a hug, and and um, just let people know that with the safety of coming to Celebrate Recovery, they will hear other men and women share their hurts, habits, and hang-ups in a safe place where they're start to, they will start to feel comfortable and will open up as yeah. well. Mm-hmm.
2: So you mentioned COVID. <laughs> as of the time of this recording and more than likely the time that this airs, we're still in COVID. But Crossroads Celebrate Recovery is still meeting. So what has changed about the meetings because of COVID? Because there might be some people that might be, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm COVID conscious. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to be around anybody. So what is it about the safety of coming here that you can let people maybe maybe relieve some conscious out there, people that might be wondering about that?
3: We definitely ask that everybody brings it, wear a mask, mm-hmm. right? If not, we hand out masks um, at the door. The greeter will hand out a mask. Um, we do ask during the first hour that everybody wears a mask, um, we do make sure that we announce in our announcement about sitting, if you're not in the same family, to sit three seats away. We also share that if they're uncomfortable sitting next to somebody, because maybe they're not doing you know, what they want for COVID, to please move and mm-hmm. be comfortable. And then on our second hour, we make sure that the seats are six feet apart. Uh-huh. Um, that is a place where I would say if a person's comfortable, they will take their mask down right. to speak. But they're distanced they're, enough. Yeah, yeah, we have distanced enough. And, um, and we also – Clean, you know, after every um, meeting to make sure that that's taken care of as well, and um, and then we have people who. Have illnesses, right? They have uh-huh. like cancer. We have a girl that's in on leadership that has cancer, and she wears her mask the whole time, mm-hmm. but she still comes and yeah. still serves, right? Yeah. So, um, so in
2: other words, don't let it stop you from coming. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a great place to come and be mm-hmm. part of there. So, let's talk about how, uh, in closing, uh, how can people get a hold of you both? I know you mentioned your numbers on the website, but you want to share a little bit more about the website and and how people can get a hold of you, and uh, you know, kind of any, any closing remarks you might have.
1: Well, Elaine and I. Uh, cell phone numbers both on the website, and so we we love to receive phone calls from people, uh, and and to share what Celebrate Recovery is about yeah. when we meet that we are meeting in person even during the COVID now, and um, it just gives us an opportunity to to let them share as to what's going on in their lives, what they're looking for, if they're ready to open up and share with us, and and it's their First point of contact when they when they contact us, mm-hmm. um, which which often uh, a year down the road, you know a, a guy might say, "Well, Gary, I called you a year ago, and I'm just glad you answered the phone, and uh, just to know that someone's there." Yep. Uh, there's so many people that are hurting out there, especially during this this difficult year that we're in, and that are isolated. And when they pick up that phone and call, if we're there to answer that call, we we hope that they, they hear Christ through us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Gary and Elaine, thank you so much. We are out of time, believe it or not. That time has flown by. I'm sure we could spend a whole lot more time talking about it. Thank you so much for being part of Celebrate Recovery and helping people with hurts, habits, and hangups. And so if you're listening right now, make sure you go to Crossroads.org. You can find all the information there and get a hold of somebody. And as Elaine said earlier, hey, there's hope, right? There's hope, so don't give up. So thank you both for being on the program today.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Your success as a leader hinges upon buy-in from your teams, clear and consistent communication from you, and strategic delegation. My name's Cheryl Scanlon. C3 Advantage helps you steward your most valuable resource well, improve retention, grow employee engagement, and generate higher team and individual ownership. The success of your organization begins with you and depends on your team. Go deeper as a leader and watch your organization go further. Visit c3advantage.net at c3advantage.net. number